Hey, what's going on, everybody? Good, good, uh, good evening. Welcome to Pillow Talk <laughs> with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm here with my lovely wife, Dr. Alicia Watkins. How are you doing today, babe? I'm doing good. I'm doing very well. I had a nice dinner. We did. How are you doing? It was nice. You know, we ate. We just got back from Detroit, and mm -hmm. um, we had to come back early, unfortunately. We had a great time at the Black Wealth Builder Summit. And we... Um, yeah, yeah, you you always make me like that steak and potato uh, dinner on every other Sunday, which I love. <laughs> I love your cooking. Well, it's just once in a while. Every Can so you in a while. dig it? Oh my god, y'all 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 have no idea. My wife not only looks good, but she is like the greatest cook ever known to man, and uh, and I really appreciate that. But yeah, we had a good time in Detroit. I really I learned a lot and had a good time and well, hung out with Herb Strather and their crew down there. So uh, anyway, how's everybody doing? Um, is everybody doing well tonight? Uh, shout out the cities that you're from. Let us know what city you're from. I uh, see Carmelo is from Las Vegas. Oh, Neo. Neo got married in Las Vegas to Crystal Smith. Did you know that? They got a Las Vegas wedding. Oh, I, I love that. I think Las Vegas weddings are kind of cheap, to be honest with you. Do you? No, I mean, no disrespect to Neo. I mean, Neo is cool. We met Neo at the Breakfast Club. Were you there with me that I day? I was with you. He was nice. He was very well-mannered, very polite. <laughs> but then, you know, that don't mean nothing. Well, but. I mean, we I talked to him for all of about, what, 30 seconds. <laughs> right, <laughs> really right. say much. You know what? We I remember we, when we saw him. Here's the thing. I To me, Neo's not a mega celebrity. Uh, I know up to other people here. So I don't, I'm, I don't know any of his music. But Are I did look serious? up. I looked up one of his songs that had half a billion views. Yes, he had this one album. I don't know why I stopped listening to it, but I would listen to it over and over again. Really? Wow. Yeah. He so he must a, be talented. It must. I, I'm trying to think if it was his first album. I think it may have been his first album, maybe first or second album. But it was. Gosh, I want to say maybe 10, 11 years ago, he came out with this album, and it was the best album ever. Yeah, you know what's funny? It was so I, good. I had a hard time really internalizing his star power when we met him on the breakfast club i mean i've heard the name neo right and i i just told him i said you know i saw you in the whiz and you did a great job oh he was great yeah was. and i was impressed but then i saw that video and i said oh half a billion views mm -hmm. I, I think i think my youtube channel has gotten half a billion views in a 10-year period yeah so that's 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 impressive but yeah so so neo um is was on our mind today and and actually we should let's shout out some of the cities i want to do a shout back before we start talking about it. everybody hit the thumbs up button thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up share subscribe also let us know uh if you can hear us okay give us a yes in chat just say loud and clear or something like that to let us know that you can hear us uh and you listen to pillow talk with dr boyson dr alicia Watkins. this is where my professor wife my professor therapist wife and i get online and we literally lay against our pillows and have the kinds of conversations. If you ever wonder what two professors talk about when they're in bed, then they might be <laughs> naked <laughs> laying next to each other. This is this is what pillow talk is all about. You're gonna say naked now, you know, it's like a visual. I know. I think well you shouldn't say that. If I'm naked, if if I say it, is that <laughs> raunchy for me to say I'm naked? Uh, or is that honest? I don't know. <laughs> it is kind I don't of, know if it's honest. That <laughs> you is, tell that, me. That's, little, that's almost like TMI. Yeah. No but one speak, needs to know. Well, you know, speaking of TMI, I felt like Neil's wife, ex-wife Crystal. I feel like that was a little TMI. It, so so here let me give y'all the background. Okay. And and we're gonna shout out to your cities because I see you, Carmela and Cheryl from Goose Creek, South Carolina. And 
uh, Mona from uh, Katie. I don't know where Katie is exactly. Uh, Beverly Jones from San Gabriel. Larry from Rochester, New York, with all that snow. All right, so here, here's what got us talking today, okay? So Neil's uh, wife, ex-wife, Crystal Smith, decided she was just going to air him out on Instagram. And uh, here's what she put up here. I'm going to try to read some of this. Looks, it's tiny print on our screen, but it basically says years of, uh, let's see, lies and deception, eight years of unknowingly sharing my life and husband with numerous women who sell their bodies to him unprotected. Ooh, uh-oh. Every last one of them to say I'm heartbroken and disgusted is an understatement. To ask me to stay and accept it is absolutely insane. The mentality of a narcissist. I will no longer lie to the public or pretend that this is something it isn't. I choose me. I choose my happiness and health and my respect. Mm-hmm. I gained three beautiful children out of this, uh, out of this, but nothing else but wasted years and heartache. I ask that you all please stop sending me videos or information of him cheating because <laughs> what he does is no longer my concern. I am not a victim. I'm choosing to stand tall with my head held high. If someone can't love you the way you deserve them, uh, then it's up to you to love yourself with no hate in my heart. I wish you nothing but the best. Crystal Renee. All right. Oh no. People were sending her videos. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty bad. That's pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah. They, it looks, so it seems like they, they're having oh. a tough split and you know, they, you know, they got married twice. Oh, it's an on again, off again. Yeah. Like I think they got married and divorced or something and then got married again or, Something like I saw something. I, I looked it up and I saw something about them getting married. I didn't read every single detail, but I could have sworn it said that they got married twice. Which I that what do you think about that? Just as a, I mean, you're a relationship therapist. What if a couple comes in and say, yeah, we got married and then we got a divorce and we got married again? Is that is there anything that goes through your mind when you hear something like that? Oh, it tells me that at least they were trying to make it work. I mean, apparently um, there was no. There was an agreement was there would be fidelity. Mm -hmm. Um, It didn't sound as if she was on board with him having extra marital relationships and they didn't make that agreement. And so she probably felt that it was the best for her own mental health. Mm, Okay. You know, she seems like someone who was very hurt by what happened. And she kept it seems like she's someone who gave him a chance. And, you know, perhaps he because, you know, the thing is, is that people think that infidelity has to do with maybe I'm not beautiful enough or maybe maybe my spouse isn't beautiful. um, Maybe my spouse doesn't see me as beautiful enough. And that's the reason why he or she cheated. Or, you know, maybe I'm not doing enough in the bedroom or maybe I'm not enough. And that's why. Uh, my partner steps out on me. And I think that's a myth. Um, I know it's a myth. It's a myth, you know, so people cheat uh, for many different reasons. And it doesn't have anything to do with the person who they're married to. It has to do with their own development and their own issues. And so it doesn't seem as if maybe when she used the word narcissist, it doesn't seem that maybe Neo is able to put his marriage first. Okay. He's putting himself first. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I remember one time you had said that the word narcissist was overused. Uh, yeah, it is overused. <laughs> yeah. And I think another word that's overused a lot is I hear the word toxic a lot. And it's usually women using that word to describe something that a man did. And mm-hmm. when I hear this, when I hear her 
you know, going off on the internet and everything else. Um, you know, and she's a pretty lady, you know, I mean, she's, you know, got these, uh, remember cheating has nothing to do with absolutely her being beautiful. Right. 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 Oh, no, no. Yeah, uh -huh. absolutely. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think, I mean, my thinking, honestly, uh, maybe I'm just a little too pragmatic for some people, but I'm like, you married Neo. Mm -hmm. You married a man whose videos get half of a billion views mm. with 90% of those listeners being horny women mm -hmm. who are throwing panties at him on a daily basis. He probably gets women chasing him down everywhere he goes. So that just creates a different kind of relationship. And my thought is, you know, I'm not trying to say that she only wanted to be with him because he was rich and famous, but I doubt she would see him the same if he was like a UPS driver okay. or if he worked at Burger King. Uh huh. So you use the word narcissist versus um, toxic. So um, narcissist is a clinical term. And so you have to be a licensed professional to be able to diagnose somebody as with narcissism, a narcissistic personality disorder. So it's not something. And even if you're even if you're clinically trained to be a therapist, you have to be specifically trained in diagnosing personality. Personality disorders are very difficult to diagnose. Just because you're an asshole doesn't make you a narcissist, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So I think people are just overusing a clinical term. Now the word toxic, that's not necessarily a clinical term. That's just a term that people use. So I think when you disregard someone who you're supposed to be in love with and married to, and the situation is having its toll on your mental health and probably physical health is having its uh it's having a negative impact on the family environment and how you are with your children and all of that you know i think that she is um, very hurt by that and is having a, a detrimental effect on her and so she feels like she's doing what she has to do to get out of this situation. right but you so, married neo right but that, no. let me go back hold on wait wait that's my turn my turn i'm gonna speak for the fellas who don't have a degree in the field that you have a degree in I, if you'd asked me five years ago, eight years ago, you're marrying one of the most famous singers in the world who gets panties thrown at him everywhere he goes. Mm -hmm. What are the odds of him cheating? I'd say they're, they're about 99.9%. .9%. I'm not saying that it's not that it's impossible for a guy like that to be completely faithful, but I really kind of wonder, mm -hmm. like, like when you're chasing the celebrity bag, I don't understand where what makes these women think they can take a guy who has sex with a thousand women a year, a year in some cases. These guys literally, some of these are like a Chris Brown. Who would marry Chris Brown and really think that Chris Brown's gonna suddenly become a different person? He's not. Chris Brown has had sex with thousands of women. How do you know he's, that? Because he's talked about it. He talks about it all the time. Oh, they, they, oh, they, oh, they have old. Go look I've at never it. heard him oh, say go, that. Oh, go Google that. Go yeah, Google that's that. Not or, 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 or or Lil Wayne. You know, I remember um, I, I talked to a young girl that I mentored, and she had a big crush on Lil Wayne. And I said, would you want to marry a man like that? And she said, yeah. And I said, really, why? I said, don't you think, don't you know he would probably, he'd probably cheat on you? She said, well, maybe I could be the one to change him. And I'm, and, and I'm, I'm sitting here like, what, mm -hmm. what goes through a person's mind to make you think? You can change who a person is. Because remember, that same hold on, get okay. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you share your point, but let me finish this yeah. point. That same energy where she's saying, I'm taking care of me, my body, my choice, I do what I want. Wait, who's uh, doing that? She when when you hear these words, these are catchphrases you hear lot you hear lots of women using those words. I'm putting me first, I'm taking care of me first. 
like like she says it. She says that in her thing. I'm gonna take care of me. Well, she didn't say me first though. She said I'm gonna take care of myself. Okay, take care of myself. Which is, or, which or, is what you have to do I, to I, be a I mom. I get that. I get that. But hold uh -huh. on, hold on. But let me finish though. That same energy. A lot of men feel like that's selfish. They feel like that. How is energy, that selfish? Because she should because because I don't think she should have been talking about her marriage on the internet. Number one, I really I don't understand like why it is suddenly the whole world invited into your marriage. That's between you and your husband. But also. Mm -hmm. That's it. There are guys who think the same way. There are men who say, well, I'm going to take care of me first. It, you know, it, well, that, clearly that's what Neo was saying. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I, I think so. So I really just, definitely I kind of just, wife. yeah, I don't really feel sorry for, you know, I, I think that we look at things really in a simplistic mindset. That's my point. I think Wait, that. Wait, well, don't you feel sorry? I mean, it, yeah. Okay. So I see what you mean. It's, it's terrible for her to put. Like if she were my daughter, I'd warn her. I'd be like, look, you marry a guy like that. Just know you're not marrying a regular person. You're entering into a world that's going to have a lot of complications that don't fit the white picket fence fairy tale that you might think that marriage is supposed to be. That's what I would probably say to her. Well, go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, there's several things going through my head. The first thing is that I don't know why is it that just because a man is famous or has half a billion views on YouTube, why does that have to mean that the man is going to walk around and just be promiscuous? I didn't say it does. It means I don't will. know. Like I'm not, I'm not like saying it means he will. I'm saying, I didn't know that was equivalent. I'm, saying that, I'm that. saying that I know a lot of celebrities and. You know, and I just find it really fascinating that people. You know them personally. Yes. You know their sex life personally. I, you I'm, know what they do. I'm I'm privy to conversations that maybe regular people don't aren't privy to, and oh, there there well are then. there are some men that really internalize the basic simple idea that says mm -hmm. the same way a pretty girl can have access to wealthy men, um, a powerful wealthy man has access to lots of pretty girls, mm -hmm. and so um, you know there I'm are not, I mean there are successful. I mean, I I know there are. I mean, there's there's successful marriages where um where the wife is successful and the husband is successful mm -hmm. and Absolutely. everybody gets along. So, and there, you know, so I've seen that scenario. Are you saying that it's impossible? No, I never for, said um, no. Oh, it, okay, I'm no, just, anything's possible. I'm not saying it's impossible. You're, you're just making it seem I, I'm like saying it's improbable. She's just stupid to think. I know. I'm not saying she, I'm not calling her. I'm, I'm, I'm not calling her stupid. Okay. I'm not calling her stupid. Okay, it sounded like you were thinking like, oh, she's just dumb. Why would she think that Neo, someone like Neo, because he has a half a billion views on YouTube, why would she think that just because of that alone, why would she think that he'd want to be because exclusive it, be, to her? Because it happens too often. It, 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 she has, in my view, she has mm -hmm. what I call the Halle Berry problem. The Halle Berry problem is... When Halle Berry was younger, she's still gorgeous, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But when Halle Berry was in her 20s and 30s, she was the prettiest, you know, you know, marked as one of the most beautiful women on the planet. So what happened was she attracted a lot of men who are what I call big game hunters. These are famous men that that are great athletes and famous celebrities and everything else. And, you know, and, and those men tend to be filled with testosterone. Testosterone is linked to infidelity. It's linked to promiscuity. And so it, it, all the studies show this. So so what, what happened? Stu what study did you see? Because I'm I don't know well, of a study. You, well, you're not letting me finish my. Point. All right, I just I think we're educating the public, and I think that like. Hey, look it up. Go there's up. no study that says that testosterone has really much to do with infidelity. Has to do with your personal development and 
and being able to work on yourself and okay, develop well, yourself. We, well, we can date. We can we can debate that later. So I'm gonna. Find, okay, it's not I'm a debate. Say, it's no, just no, no, facts. I, I, read, I can't I, debate. No, facts. no, I read articles about it about testosterone. Oh, show me yeah, those articles. Yeah, testosterone. Like to see. Yeah, the bonding chemical that makes you loyal to a person is oxytocin, and testosterone neutralizes oxytocin. So individuals with high testosterone, like really ambitious people or athletes. Um, tend to be promiscuous. Okay, I'm not familiar. Right, with the, look that. it, look it up. We'll, we'll look it up. We'll talk about this. But here's the point. You gotta let me finish. Christina says you can please let him talk. So you gotta let. Oh, him talk. people say stuff like that. All I know. The time. I know. I just want to make. I know. Sure. But we gonna, I just want to make sure. I know, but that you're, you're not clear. letting me finish my point. So let me finish my point here. My point is to say that the Halle Berry problem is that Halle Berry made the mistake that I think a lot of women make when picking men. They pick the most handsome, the most powerful, the wealthiest man. And what happens is in, in some of those cases is that you are entering into a space where there is a ton of competition. Don't get me wrong. Any man could cheat. The garbage man could cheat on you if he's just a yeah, cheater. Yeah, that's what right, I was going Right, say. so any man could cheat. But, but remember, Chris Rock gave women a little bit of honesty when he said a man's infidelity is typically based on how many options he has. That men who have more options are more likely to step out than men who have fewer options, like like a man that has to that's go. That's not supported by the data. Though. I know it might not be, but I'm but I, I don't mm -hmm. know. But I'm going to say this in my experience. That's what I've seen. If you have men that can literally be in their room and have women chasing them to their room, calling them every hour of the day, offering them whatever they want, I think that that man is less likely. It's like an alcoholic. If you're offering, if you're chasing an alcoholic around with a bottle and offering him liquor all the time, yeah. But if someone's more not an alcoholic, drink. I get you're it. Not gonna... I get it. But availability mm -hmm. does matter. Availability of a resource does does impact demand of that resource. And so, so what I'm saying is that when you marry Neo, um, I just I, if that's my daughter, I'd say you know this guy has, you know his everything around him. I watched that video. It was nothing but women, beautiful women in the video. What, what video? The video, it was for that one song where he's like, walks like a boss, talks like a boss, or something like that. It had a half a billion views. I forgot no, I what the song's called. I don't know that song. Okay. Yeah, I forgot what the mm -hmm. song's called. But either way, though, he was, you know, surrounded by gorgeous women. These are real people, real women who are all on that movie set, all of whom are, you know, are, are looking for an opportunity, half of whom are probably willing to offer sex in exchange for an opportunity. I've been on Hollywood sets where I was making a low budget movie. Like I'm talking about a $15,000 project. I had actresses trying to sleep with me so they could get an opportunity to be in the movie. Cause they were like, okay, if this is the guy who's paying for the movie, then he must be a baller. So I want to get next to him. And, and what I'm saying is that if a man does not have some sort of like keen insight or extreme discipline, Mm -hmm. You know, a young guy has a hard time walking away from that. I, okay. I just, I, I so, don't, I just don't know if we talk about that in an honest way. So, what you're saying is insight and discipline is what keeps a man from cheating, right? Okay. So then, why can't Neo have that? Why can't Neo have insight? And I'm discipline? not saying he doesn't. I mean, we, you and I met him, but we didn't, we don't know him, right? Well, I didn't do and a so, clinical so, assessment on him. Right, right, right. Home, right. You know? And so, 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 but, but to go uh -huh. back to that Halle Berry problem, what I'm saying is that the Halle Berry problem is that if you remember, Halle Berry married Dave Justice, the top athlete on the planet, damn near, hundred hundred million dollar contract, you know, good looking guy, and and then the surprise when. You know, when they can't have a traditional marriage, then she marries Eric Bonet, who was a sex addict because he was having sex with hundreds, maybe thousands of women on a regular basis. 
the guys who live who think that way who live like that or remember winston bennett the uh, basketball player in kentucky i was at the university of kentucky i remember how many girls would just cycle through that dorm how many women all those this lot of those guys were sleeping with one or two of them had a girlfriend and they were faithful the rest of them just women yeah, just so, come the, so had... winston bennett goes out and gets on espn hold on it says he was having sex with 90 women a month the will will chamberlain he's talking about twenty five thousand. so so i just really think that some people ain't fit for traditional marriage. That's my point. Okay. So the thing is, is that Neil never should have married her if he knew that he wasn't going to be able to provide in that way, be a husband to her. She was married to him. He wasn't married to her, basically. So why would he, you know, why would he even get married to her in the first place? So, you know, so when you marry someone, you make this, you make a commitment for fidelity. That's what we have to assume because that's what she's saying. And he violated that. And um, and so she's had enough of it. Yeah. Well, what they have to do mm -hmm. is um, I think women should stop pressuring men to get married when they don't want to do it. That's we the, don't know. because that, that's the, no. But listen, let me give you a man's let me give you a man's perspective. When I was single in my 30s and I said, I'm not getting married. All I would hear is, well, how would you marry that girl? You wasting her time. That ain't right. And I'd be like, well, if I'm not interested in making this commitment, I'm not going to make this commitment. And so what happens is I think that there are some men who do it because they're like, well, if I, I don't want to, I don't want to think I don't love her, but you know, so it's a, it's a tough balancing act between doing what's best for yourself versus doing what people are telling you is the right thing to do. But you're right though. I think people who aren't ready for marriage should not do it. And, but then people who understand a man, if a man says he ain't ready for marriage, believe him, don't force him to do it. So I don't, to my knowledge, I saw the wedding photos. To my knowledge, it didn't look like she was dragging him. <laughs> she was dragging him down the aisle. I mean, it, it, this is the reason why a man has to ask a woman to marry them, mm -hmm. right? And so um, if he wasn't ready for that and he still knew that he had some, he probably had some psychological issues This, you know, driving him to be self-defeating of a relationship. It doesn't, look at that picture. She's not forcing him to do anything. I don't see any force there. Look at him. He's smiling. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's like a reality TV actress or something. It doesn't matter. It not doesn't that that matter. Matters, the just... thing is that she had to have loved him. She's got three kids with him. She got to know him as a person. I'm sure he loved her. Could... He just probably couldn't resist the temptation. Like Keisha says, maybe he married her and wanted to be faithful, but was too weak to resist. Maybe his intentions were to be faithful. That's what I think, too. I think that it's like it's like somebody that's on drugs, right? They'll they'll tell you like I'm gonna stop smoking crack next week because it's upsetting my kids and I'm not and it's messing up my life. But then they'd be right back at the crack house. So I, so I think that some of those I think when you talk about people that have maybe sex addictions, maybe because you know I don't think that I think the celebrity lifestyle is addictive. I think that if you are a guy who is used to having women at your feet and having as many women as you want whenever you want. It's hard to sort of let all that go and then go to this sort of traditional, simple lifestyle. So I would imagine that maybe he's, he did bite off more than he could chew. Yeah, it takes growth and maturity to be um, a husband and or to be a wife. It takes growth, maturity. It takes um, the ability to respect your partner because the best way to love your partner is to is to be faithful. Are you are you uh, listening to me? Or are you reading something? I'm, listening. I'm sorry. Demarcus's comment made me laugh, but I'm listening to you. Okay. 
<laughs> what did he say since you cutting me he off? He said I was in the military and it's hard for dudes making E three pay to stop cheating. Yeah, <laughs> you it can really imagine is. a dude with millions. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good comment. So, I mean, you act as <laughs> the 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 thrust of what you're saying is because he has a half a billion views that he is going to cheat. Well, there's men there. You know, actually, by the way. A man is more likely to cheat when he makes less money than his wife. Mm. Did you know that fact? I can yeah. show you that article. Now that I believe you. I believe yeah. You. So, and because the man is cheating because that's his way of like establishing his manhood. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, by the way, everybody, you're listening to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and this is my wife, Dr. Alicia Watkins. If you'd like a free e-copy of my book, I have a book called Financial Lovemaking, and you can have it for free. You can buy it on Amazon, but you don't, you know, you don't have to buy it. You can actually have the e-copy for free. Just go to boyceandalicia.com. And also, if you are single, there is um, a database. Uh, my wife wants to build a database of Black people who are single that are looking for quality Black people to date. So if you put in your information, um, then somebody can reach out to you and maybe help you meet somebody nice. And so I think it's a great idea. Uh, Keisha says, yay, Dr. B read my post. I'm excited and respect and admire the doc. Well, I, I respect and admire you too, Keisha. Thank you so much. All right. Um, she's uh, manifesting to be a get, being a guest on your show. Okay, okay. Well, send us an email. Maybe we can make that happen. But so, okay, so let's, Larry, so, so let me ask you this. All right, so I was looking at this whole thing with Neo and his his wife and her statement on Instagram. And my feeling is, you know, if you read this, right, this statement is pretty nasty. It's pretty detailed. Wait, wait you think it's nasty? I think that it's like, it's, I don't, I'm not a believer in kissing and telling. I, I think that we have a culture that says, if you're a woman scorned and you feel like you've been hurt, you have the right to go to the town square and get sympathy by telling your side of the story. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a fan. I believe, you know, if I put it this way, I would never marry a woman who would take our, our business and put it out there in public. Uh, you know, and I wouldn't do that to anybody. I've been hurt too. I've had my feel. I've been cheating on. I've been lying. You know, I've been misled. I, whatever I've done, I've gone through all those things, but never once have I ever thought to get on social media and tell the whole world, about a person and ruin their career, ruin their image, do whatever I can to destroy them. I I, I just kind of think that that says more about you than it says about the other person. You know, I I, I really do. I, I think like if I go out and I, if I'm I'm like yeah, let me tell y'all everybody, Doctor Alicia was a blah blah blah, and she's this that and the other and da 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 da. And you know, people will be like, well, wait a minute, boys. A year ago, you were singing her praises. You were saying that she's this great woman, and now you're saying that she's a demon, that means you're not a good judge of character. Mm -hmm. um, she just seems to be really fed up. Uh, she seems to be extremely hurt. Um, I think maybe if I had to get into her head, maybe she's thinking, if you're going to go out there and flaunt your side chicks all in front of my face and not try to hide... <laughs> You're going to flaunt that in my face and publicly humiliate me. Maybe she's just like, you know what? I'm going to make this statement and I'm just let the statement be where it is. Like, you know, maybe she's saying, I don't know why people would do that. I'm just trying to get into what could be going through her head. She's saying, you know what? You went out and you were publicly disrespecting me 
by hanging out with all these women and sleeping with all these women and being very careless publicly. But he wouldn't put them on Instagram. But, well, people were sending her videos, so clearly he wasn't trying to hide anything. You know, so maybe he was, maybe this is her thinking. Maybe she's saying, if you're going to do this, then I'm going to, I'm just going to make this statement and be done with it. It's not like she's spilling all the tea. She's not naming names. She's just saying, you know, I've just had it. I don't, I'm just trying to figure out what she's thinking about. She's very hurt and frustrated. It seems as if, you know, this is a good example of why love is not enough. Love is mm. not love is not enough to marry somebody. Well, you know what? I, Just because you love somebody don't mean that that's the person you need to marry. Well, I would say this. Um, I, I do agree love is not, not enough. But I, I also think that maturity is something that you should look for in a good partner. Meaning that um, it's not just enough to be with someone that's good when you're together. The question is, how are you going to behave when we're not together anymore, when we're apart? Um, are you can are, we, are you capable of walking away and will we maintain our dignity or are you a person that's got to make it trashy and crazy in, in, in a circus? And and I'm not a fan of that. I just I'm not a fan of and, and I guess maybe I'm biased. Right. We talk about toxic behavior. We can talk about toxic things men do. Right. When you talk about lying and cheating and and beating women up and things women like that. Women do that, too. Now, women do it. But those are more masculine behaviors. Typically, well, the women can't hit a man. Be. A woman can hit a man. But if you hit me, I'd just probably laugh. It, would probably t- it wouldn't hurt because you can't really. Yeah, hurt but me. if anybody in a in an intimate relationship, when you're upset at somebody mm-hmm. and you hit that person out of anger. That's abusive. It is. It is. I don't but, care but, what but, gender you but, are. But, but what, I've, what I can say is the times I've been hurt by a woman and abused by a woman, it didn't involve anything physical. It was behavior like this. I'm going to embarrass you and ruin you, or I'm going to call your job and make you look bad at your job. Like, you know, or I'm going to go and claim to be the victim when you and I both know that you wasn't the victim, but because you're the woman and I'm a black man, you can easily make yourself the victim. And I, I personally just think I, I would define that to be toxic feminine behavior. I think that, the, you know, this well, lady it's toxic behavior. I don't I guess feminine because it came from a woman, but it's still toxic behavior. You'd be so surprised how often women will hit a man out of anger. They, like, they will. It happens in domestic violence situation happens more than you would think yeah i, I, I mean i can see that don't get me wrong I, I i totally agree but i just don't i i think that there are what we got to do is like mm-hmm. if you exclude the women that will go off and punch a dude out what yeah. are, what are the other things women can do that don't involve any physical oh, they violence? Do quite a like bit. i believe right i believe financial I believe, right i believe abuse. right i believe women have power that's my point like i, I think that this narrative that men are the only ones who have the power and that whenever a relationship goes bad, it's because the man hurt the woman and, and people because mm-hmm. think about it, people will call themselves abuse survivors and no one ever says, Well, what actually happened? What what did he do and what did you do? What's his side of the story? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and if you're the kind of person that's just like <laughs> talking trash about somebody online and then you date another person and then you do another post that's the same thing, mm-hmm. it's like God, good grief, you can't get along with anybody and you have to blast everybody out online, then people are going to start looking at you thinking, what's wrong with you? Right. And like, you're the common denominator. It's because men are bad and men do this and men do that. Like, we, they start, you know, people start getting those generalizations. And I, and I would just say that, you know, I would just tell you this. I I, I told you that story. I'm, I, I think I mentioned it before, so I'll mention it again. But when I was single, before you and I started dating, there, there was a lady I was interested in. 
And I, you know, because I knew that dating was a serious decision for me because I was somewhat public, not majorly public, but enough. Um, I was very careful. I did not just pursue a woman because we had a good conversation because she was cute. I would observe that person and see, like, is this a woman that has class and dignity? You know, what kind of how does she respond when she's upset? Or whatever. Does she get ghetto and crazy? I didn't want to be able to ghetto crazy woman. So there was a lady I met who honestly, you know, I have a type. You know, she was kind of like like yourself, beautiful black woman. Wait, with, well, I am I, not your I type. Do, you, you I are, didn't think I was your type. I know you don't think you're you're one of my <laughs> how about this? You're one of my types. I know you I see some of the I know, women you've seen the right, right. They do and not that, look at all, me, it all anything make, like it doesn't me. it doesn't make sense to you, but it makes perfect sense to me. So anyway, <laughs> you don't she, like when she I was say that. she was she fit she was a, a pretty lady, very smart. And um, and I was like, okay, let me let me just see what's going on here, and I, we just became Facebook friends. And she just made this crazy post about her ex and was like airing out all this dirty laundry, and I just felt like it was inappropriate. It's like, like I get it, I understand. Maybe he was a son of a bitch. Maybe he really did these terrible things, but he's not here to defend himself. And right now, both of y'all are looking kind of ridiculous because you're forty. You're not supposed to be out here in these internet streets acting like a damn lunatic you know you handle your business you say look you know like i because i and maybe i just get this from business right in business people have no idea believe me if i sat here and told told aired out all the dirty laundry of all the prominent people that that the audience would know about these are names that i could mention and everybody would know who these people are and talk about the terrible things that happened with these people things they did times i've loaned really there are famous people on the internet i loaned thousands of dollars to who did not pay me back right i can easily and, and it still makes me mad but i will never say a word about it because i know it makes us both look stupid so no you take your licking and you keep on ticking you learn from the experience and you move on. You don't get out here in this in the court of victims like, oh, I'm such a victim. Everybody's hurting me. No, it's not everybody. She's just saying I'm moving on. It ain't working. <laughs> There's all this cheating going on and I'm moving on. I can see you that. Know? And I she's she's really actually what she's doing is she's saying I'm not going to be a victim anymore. Yeah. And I get it. You but, know, I, that's what I well, Go ahead. I'm sorry. You were talking. My apologies. <laughs> That's what I see. I see her saying, you know, enough is enough. I'm going to make this statement. We had uh, maybe she's thinking we had a very public relationship. So when the relationship is over, I'm just going to make this statement about our very public relationship. And it is now coming to an end. Maybe that's what she's thinking. I think the statement would be. I don't know. I would. I think the a good statement would be, you know, um, he, we had three beautiful children together, and for the sake of the children, we respect privacy. We we would we would ask for your privacy mm. at this time, you know, and 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 we'd like to reconcile our differences and in private and in private yeah. and make sure that our <laughs> children are okay, right? Because I don't believe the children are ever benefited when you go airing out the other parents' dirty laundry. I don't I don't care if your daddy was a Rolling Stone. I, I think the kids could figure that out on their own. It ain't your job to tell them. Just like if, my, if mama was a hoe or mama was a ridiculous person or mama was an alcoholic, the kids don't need to hear that coming out of daddy's mouth. I just don't think that helps the kids. I think that that upsets them. And, and, and everybody has these relationships, but nobody talks about the kids. Yeah, I think um, I agree with you. I think the message should have just been, you know, <laughs> you know how people say, just pray for us in our time of 
difficulty right now. Yeah. <laughs> just make a statement like that and just let everybody figure it out. Because the thing is, the people who are close to her and the people who are her confidant, hopefully she has a good support system. All of those people know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, but I we shouldn't we shouldn't know what's going on. So I agree yeah. with that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and really, even truth be told, I wouldn't, you know, if if I was really hurt in my marriage with you, maybe I would share one or two pieces of information with 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 someone if I was really close. But honestly, most of it, I would feel like the more I would feel like the more I tell other people about our marriage, the worse I'm making the situation. I, I agree with you. I think that any issues that anybody has in their marriage, you should talk about it with a licensed professional. There you go. I think that you should. <laughs> Boom! That, you, you said you said a word right there. I think that's I think that's so true. But you know, I, I think if you have a couples therapist, and then maybe you need a personal therapist, mm-hmm. and then you can dump all that out. You know, but if you're dumping all that out to your sibling or to your parent, you're t- you're you're just ruining. It's like Chernobyl, like you know, Chernobyl. The the they have the meltdown, and then you can't live in Chernobyl for the next ten thousand years. Like it becomes toxic on a high level. Where now that person that you have aired all your dirty laundry to, they will never treat that person the same. You well, know? you just don't want people to think anything negative about your marriage. If anything, just say, you know what, I really love him. Pray for us. That's the best thing you can do. There you go. I really love her. Pray for us. Just pray for us. I agree. We'll be fine. Don't give <laughs> any details. <laughs> That's funny. Out, you know. But by the way, everybody, you're watching Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and this is my wife, the therapist professor wife, uh, Dr. Alicia Watkins. And uh, Alicia sees clients on a regular basis um, and helps them with their relationships. And she's licensed to do this at a very high level. So if you'd like to learn more about what she does, you can visit coachingwithdralicia.com. And, uh, and also some of you had asked me how you can actually um, promote your platforms or your products or anything on our space. Uh, if you are interested in doing some advertising with us, you can go to drboysfinance.com. So we made that available. We have Dr. Boyce shout outs that I can do during my podcast. And we have about a million subscribers on different YouTube channels. And so we'd be happy to promote your business or your product. So just feel free to go to drboysfinance.com. All right. So, so, so let's, let's, let's kind of like sort of wrap, like wrap some of this up and, and, and oh. package it into something that we can all walk away with. and Cause I don't want this to just be a gossip fest about Neo and his wife. And, and, and I apologize to anybody that feels like I might've done that. Cause I'm not trying to do that. Um, I would say this, uh, it, it may, and then I'd like to get your perspective just as a professional and as a therapist and a thinker, um, and as a woman as well. Um, but my thought is if you are a person male or female and you are, uh, popular on a platform and you have something to lose, I think that dating has to be something that you do very carefully. I think that one of the challenges I, I would have with, with, with Neo is I would say, okay, let's say that you are running around with all these random women. You got to be careful because all those women now have Neo stories that they're going to repeat for the rest of their lives. They can all talk about all the little things that they saw from you that the public doesn't know about. And you know, if somebody decides to go and make their, you know, wants to blow up their podcast with, with with stories about my time with Neil, they can do that. You know, people can build a whole career off of ruining your brand, ruining your name, talking about private things that you wouldn't share with anybody. So I would say be very careful. And where the area where you have to be most careful, I think, is with a spouse. 
you know? Um, and I would probably say to him, okay, you might be upset that she's doing all these things in public. And I think he's handling it well. He basically just said, I'm not going to address private matters. That's literally what his response was. Um, but at the same time, I think maybe thinking twice about marrying somebody who is going to decide to air your personal laundry out on the internet is an issue. I, even same thing with, um, with Will Smith being married to Jada. You know, I get it. You married her 30 years ago or whatever the case was, but you know, I don't think Jada's red table talk has been beneficial to Will's brand. And, uh, and I would personally, I think, you know, being with people that have some sort of discretion and the ability to know what needs to be private, um, or just class, I think class and dignity, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of that, you know, I, I don't know, but maybe that makes me old fashioned. What do you think? Okay. So I think that, um, I think that a healthy marriage is possible. A healthy, happy, non-toxic marriage is totally possible. And it doesn't matter what type of testosterone is going through your system. It doesn't matter how much money is in your pocket. You can have a million dollars in your pocket or two cents in your pocket. It doesn't matter. You can, if you're black or white or whatever the makeup of who you are, if you work on yourself and you are committed to another person in your marriage and you want to establish a healthy form of trust, a healthy form of respect for each other, it can happen. Mm. You in, Either you're in Hollywood, the music industry, you're on Wall Street, you're at universities, you work at Starbucks. It doesn't even matter. It, it You can have a nice, healthy relationship. Mm. Okay, I love it. Mm-hmm. By the way, Keisha wants us to know she's a novelist and that she says her novels are fire. I just I gotta give you the shout out, Keisha, because I'm I'm seeing you, girl. <laughs> I respect your drive, girl. Keisha gonna be famous. We gotta be nice to her, okay? Oh my god! So we Even can say Keisha. I knew her way back then. I could be like, yeah, Keisha Thompson used to listen to my podcast. Back Even Keisha before Thompson, she made her millions. She deserves love, and that's the point. Yes. It's like yes, she does. Everybody say we love you, Keisha. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say. And I, and I love you, too. <laughs> okay. I love you, too, boys. You know I do. Okay. I was going to say, you know, men men want to be seen and they want to have intimacy, too. Mm. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. Um, if when they do the work on themselves, they want to be in a relationship where they're with a significant other, someone who sees them, knows them, accepts them, understands them. And, you know, they want to have that deep level of intimacy. You can't have it when you're going around just having one night stands. Mm. It's just, it's almost like you're you're putting up a wall when no one can just penetrate and get to know who you are. Mm-hmm. It's got to be really empty after a certain while. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, maybe you're just going off sewing your oats and putting notches in your belt, you know, so to speak. I mean, after a while, that's got to get old. Yeah. And almost, uh, you know, honestly, I even wonder if I, I, and I think I've seen people do this where they separate sex from marriage. I knew a guy who was pretty gay and, (laughs) uh, and he, but he had a wife and three kids and they were married for 30 years. And I think that it just seemed to me that the, that the wife understood that the husband was not going to be eating lunch at her restaurant, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And and she was going to be, you know, like outsourcing her sex but they they had an agreement they were were really good friends right they were really good friends and they raised three awesome children and 
never got a divorce like that you know sex was something they didn't argue about but you know i but at the same time though that's so different you know from you know from the traditional model of marriage right and mm-hmm. so it kind of or even a modern different. modern marriages aren't normally like that so um so if it was good for them if they like it i love it you yeah. know if they can agree to that there are a lot of women i know who are married to bisexual men yeah yeah. You'd be surprised. Yeah, well, you know. And they don't seem to have an issue with it. So, hey. You know what? If, if that makes you happy, then I'm happy for you. Well, by the way, guys, so we're going to head on out. And uh, and Alicia's website is coachingwithdralicia.com. You can go and take a look at the things that she does. And, uh, and also, don't forget the All Black National Convention is going to happen the uh, October 28th through the 30th in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, this week, I'll be at the Power Networking Conference. If you're going down there in Houston, and so uh, the All Black National Convention is the big family reunion of all the B1 people around the world. Uh, you're gonna love it. In fact, let me pull up the trailer so you guys can watch the trailer real quick. So stick around and watch. Uh, let me show you guys this trailer if you would hang out, and, and uh, I think you're gonna like it. So let me see. Hold on. Here we go. It's about how to empower black people. It's really encouraged me, revitalized and invigorated me. It was a phenomenal experience to see young black leaders and future leaders come together. This is just amazing to see all of our people come together. And so many people have been able to learn a lot and also get education. It's such an amazing networking experience. Pure love, pure black love. It's absolutely transformational. So there we go. So uh, if you'd like to join us at this year's convention, uh, if you go to boycewalkins.com, you can find a link for the All Black National Convention. October 28th through the 30th, and Alicia's going to do speed dating again this year, Mm -hmm. which was a major hit last year. We're also going to have panels on everything from politics to crypto to real estate to relationships to everything in between. So, And we even have a children's track where children are going to be able to learn about economics and STEM and everything else. So uh, so join us uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, October 28th through the 30th. You're going to love it. We're going to be at the Downtown Sheraton Hotel in Charlotte which is awesome. And I can't wait to see everybody. So um, any parting thoughts before we head on out, babe? No parting thoughts. I think this was a good conversation. You know, I I wish these two people well. We will learn from their experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say my my parting thought is keep keep your business off the internet. I, I, I just I, I think that you know like I'll tell you, if, if we ever had problems he, had, he embarrassed her publicly so she said I'm just gonna put that out there publicly so tick for that's tack. not okay, that's so not the best way to deal with things tick by for the tack. way right no I'm, I'm not justifying it I don't yeah. care you you know you no, could, it's not justified I think we should be able to explain behavior we can explain it but, but like, that doesn't justify it. if you embarrass me publicly I would not say anything about it on the internet I would I would just deal with it privately well she that's doesn't how, feel because, that way because think about it think about it I've, I've, and I've, I've done this right i've had people blast me publicly yes. and you know like, like kwame brown when he decided to do all those videos about us 
I was like, I'm, I get in the video. I didn't say nothing because to he's him. he's still mad because he sucked at basketball and he wants oh. he's he's he's, oh, he's mad at the world. That's what it was. So so it was like I let's was, let that sleeping giant sleep. Just let it sleep. <laughs> yeah. But that, but that's literally what I mean. It's it's one of those things where I just said, well, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm not going to get out here and humiliate myself by engaging in black immaturity. I just think that that kind of that to me is toxic. When you get black people out in the street fighting like 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 ragamuffins, it it, de it devalues who you are. And I think maintaining your dignity is is a good a good approach to take nine times out of ten. Yeah, I mean, I, she could have written it a little better, but um, but she <clears throat> also could have really slammed him in a major way. Well, she hit him. Pretty I think calling call him narcissistic. I don't. I don't know. I think she probably could have left that word out. But she could have gotten worse. Well, I thought it was funny that she at the end says, "I'm not a victim," but then the whole time you make that whole statement, you're acting like you were a victim. If you're not a victim, then don't act like a victim. Well, I think what she was saying was that I can't live this lie no more. I can't have. I, I can't have everybody thinking that everything is like so perfect and it's not. I think I, that's what she was. Saying. I get it, but why you got to make the announcement? Just make the decision. You're not the announcement. The announcement to me is extra. <laughs> and also remember, you're taking money out of your pocket. This man's gonna be paying you alimony. She's he's taking care of your kids. So if you ruin his career, you're ruining your own income stream. So look, seriously, if you are my famous spouse and you don't do some raggedy shit that's gonna make me have to take you to court and take you for everything, that's cool. But I need you to be out here singing and performing and making money so you can pay me my alimony and make sure I'm good for the rest of my life. That's strategic thinking. Mm -hmm. that's what I would tell her if she was my daughter. I'd be like, look, let him sing, let him go. He got the hose, he got the lifestyle. Support that and just make sure he's writing big checks so that you can move on and recover from whatever mistake you made by marrying this I man. would love to see him do some inner work. I would love to see him get a therapist. I would love to see him do some inner work. I would love for him to marry this lady again. Third time's the charm. Well, Didn't Arsenio, not Arsenio Hall, but the guy that married his wife a bunch of times. No, Elon Musk did it. No, it wasn't Arsenio. It's another black comedian. I can't remember his name. No, but he married his wife a few times. No, that, anyway, that's abnormal. It can happen. Abnormal behavior. <laughs> All right, so about so anyway, we're about to head on out of here. Uh, my name is Corey. Says I missed the last two options classes. It's okay, man. Everything is recorded, and uh, there is a there is another class coming. Corey, we decided to add a bonus class, so we are going to meet Thursday night. Um, and if you guys want to join us, uh, we are talking about stock options on Thursdays and uh, teaching some pretty good stuff, I think, um, in terms of generating income from stock options. It, it'll boost your income. I guarantee you that. So uh, feel free to go to boycewalkins.com if you'd like to go take a look. Uh, we, we actually made a 70 percent discount on the recorded version of the class um, that lasts, I think, until tomorrow night. So if you want to go take a look at that, feel free to go to boyswalkins.com. All right, everybody. Well, please have a good night. God bless you. It was awesome talking to you. And I wish Neo and Crystal the best. And uh, whatever you do in your relationships, just make sure it's strategic because family, that institution of family is incredibly important and you want to protect it with intelligence, thoughtfulness, and maturity. So make a plan to be successful. Uh, if you don't want to fail. So take care, everybody. Have a good night. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, everyone.